<laughs> Hi guys, welcome to the very first episode of Lessons She Learned, a podcast about navigating life and all the lessons that come with it. I'm your host, Dorcas Ala, and I cannot begin to tell you how excited I am that you are here. Um, earlier this week, I announced the podcast, which took so much like inner strength. I honestly went back and forth so much on it, on if I wanted to do it this week or next week. I should have done it two weeks ago. I had it in my diary that I was going to do it in February. Yet here we are and we did it. And you guys, you guys really met me in a place that I needed. And I know it might seem a bit, um, I don't know. I know it might seem a little bit like much or doing the most (laughs) to some of you, but truly and honestly, this is a labor of love. This is, and I don't even want to call it labor because it doesn't feel like labor, but it is an extension of my heart. Like I really plan on being really as open and transparent as possible with certain boundaries, of course, but this podcast is really meant to be a bit of a look into like my diaries and the things that I've really learned and that have caused me to grow. So I'm just so excited that you guys met me in my vulnerability. You met me in my transparency and you met me there with love and support. <laughs> I, I'm i laughing because I'm, I'm slightly overwhelmed. When I first, um, when I first planned on posting the night before, I'll tell you guys a quick story. Um, I actually was using an app that I won't mention and I thought I could schedule the post um, until I realized that and like and like when I say I thought I could schedule it like it allowed me to put in a time it allowed me to put the picture and the caption and add any necessary hashtags and it said like schedule not knowing that schedule to them meant that it would send me a reminder to then post it. I thought it was going to auto post. It did not. Then I looked at it again and realized that it should have gone and I realized I had to post it myself. So I honestly, I posted it and turned my phone down and then like walked away. And uh, the anxiety was real. I was nervous AF. But here we are. And you guys, um, you guys really have met me in that place. And for that, I just say thank you. Like the messages I've gotten so far have been overwhelming. Some of y'all already gave this a five-star rating on iTunes. Shout out to you like real ones. And if you're listening now, now would be a great time to give this five stars. I can guarantee this will be five star content, baby. Five star content. So please, 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 if you're again, if you're enjoying this, um, if you enjoy this episode, if you like what you hear, please do me a favor and um, give it a positive review or pass it along to a friend or do both because both are going to be very helpful in helping us grow this platform and grow this community. Um, I record in my bedroom in the most makeshift studio. Uh, it's just, it's ratatata to like the 10th degree. But um, in these corona times, obviously I can't get into a proper studio. So I have made do with what I have. I ordered a mic on Amazon. Um, I turned my room into a semi studio and I'm looking out of my window and it's snowing. It is May 9th in Toronto and it's snowing. I genuinely, I don't even know. Like, if this is what God needs to do so that we stay our butts at home and that we're not actually passing this virus around, I'm okay with it. (laughs) You know, I'm okay with the snow. I hate the winter, but I'm okay with the snow. Let it happen. And hopefully, you know, once we bounce back and Corona's gone, we'll be blessed with beautiful weather. And like, let's be real. Where are you guys going anyway? It can snow. You're staying inside. Who cares? Okay, let's get into today's episode. So I call this episode Lessons She Learned in Starting Something New. 
And it was just so timely to do because through the whole process of starting this podcast, I had been writing down little things and little nuggets that were kind of helping me get up into this point. And there were just so many good things that I wrote down for me as a reminder. And I honestly can't wait to share them with you. Um, the podcast journey, whoo, <laughs> baby, it was not easy. I thought I would be able to have the idea and start right away, but uh, I struggled. Like I first thought about starting a podcast about two years ago. Like I slept on myself for two years and like it started off as a different name. The name then changed. I had Eman, for those of you who don't know, Eman is my boyfriend. I had him, um, he's an art director, uh, started out as a graphic designer, and I had him come up with concepts for artwork and for branding, and he did the full shebang, and um, I didn't launch. <laughs> I'm laughing now, but I'm sorry, baby. Um, I didn't launch, so he put hours and hours of work into what should have been my artwork and I didn't launch and as time passed the idea became um it it morphed it changed it it would it would just wasn't what it was when it first came into my mind and I think it's actually gotten better but with that I then decided that I wanted to change the name of it and then with that I decided that I wanted to change the artwork so we started working on the new branding and all the different pieces to that as well and kind of you know, he brainstormed a couple of different creative territories. Um, I had feedback. We picked colors. We talked about just the whole concept. All in all, it took a lot more work to kind of get to that place, but it's been a journey. It was not linear. We started in different places and kind of ended up here. Um, and honestly, I most of the time loss was because of my thoughts. I was consistently battling if I was qualified enough to do this, if people would like it, if they would care about what I was doing, if people responded to it negatively. My brain was a hot mess. My thoughts were completely trash. I had about zero confidence in my ability to do this thing. And if you were to ask me if I'm generally a confident person, I would say yes. Like, I um, I love me some Dorcas. Like, I love me. I'm very much um, happy with the woman that I am. But you will find there are certain pockets in my life that lack confidence. Um, and someone said something to me, or I think I was listening to a webinar um earlier this week and it was someone said something around you know we need to start having confidence in ourselves and not confidence in our competence and that's definitely was me I was confident in my abilities I was confident in who I was and the things I'd worked on the things that I knew that I could do well um, I was confident in who I was in terms of like you know when it comes to relationships or when it comes to uh you know my ability as a marketer. I was confident in those things because I had the competence behind them. I had practiced them, I had done them, and I had seen positive results. However, the lack of confidence in myself meant that when I was going on a new journey and I didn't have that competence to back me, it all crumbled. I, I didn't have the confidence, the self-confidence in myself to really kind of move forward and tackle new things because I didn't think I was capable. So that really was an eye opener for me and definitely perfectly describes how my confidence was set up. I wanted perfectionism out of this podcast and I used it as a crutch and it was honestly all just self-sabotage. I would continually break promises to myself. So I would say, 
oh, I'm going to start the podcast this month or I'm going to book a studio space or I'm going to research a studio space or I'm going to start writing episodes. And the day would come where I'd schedule that into my agenda and I would just find something else to do. And even if I wasn't busy, I would just be like, oh, it can wait. There was no deadline. Like I was only accountable to myself. And, you know, I've just realized that the, one of the highest forms of self-love is showing up for yourself and actually following through on the promises that you make to yourself. And I was consistently breaking them. And if you were to flip the switch and say, you know, if I was making these promises to somebody else in my life who I loved and care for, or even just someone at work, like my boss, I would show up and I would show up well, like excellently well. But when it came to myself, I was putting myself so low that I actually didn't care to follow through and be accountable to myself. And it just ended up pushing the idea further and further and further out. So it has been a journey, but throughout it, I have learned so, so, so much. Um, and, you know, I think back to when I was a kid and shout out to my therapist because she has been really um, outstanding in just showing me how past patterns have made me who I am. And just to give myself a bit more empathy. So if you guys don't know, um, I am originally, technically, not even technically, really, like literally, <laughs> uh, I was born in London, England. Uh, I was raised in Manchester and I moved to Toronto um, in about grade two. And I remember moving here and it was, um, it was traumatic. Like not in the sense that like, you know, we were fleeing, you know, oppression or anything other than the British government. But <laughs> besides that, like we weren't fleeing, um, you know, anything that was traumatic. The traumatic experience was leaving home and the only place that I had ever called home. And it wasn't just the location, but um, I'm lucky enough that I was raised around a lot of my cousins. So my mom's brothers also lived in England and I grew up with my cousins. And And as a child, they were my first friends outside of my brother and they meant the absolute world to me. A lot of my first ideas and relationships on love were established in England. And I remember moving here and um, as you can imagine, starting from scratch. And I am a naturally introverted person, um, but on top of that, I am also shy. So I was put into schools and if you know my brother, he is a complete opposite of me. He is um, an extrovert. He's the life of the party. He can talk to just about anyone in a room if he wants to. And he got into the new schools and just made friends rapidly. And I was completely the opposite. It took me a very long time to adjust. I had an accent and not a, a, a posh London accent. I had a good old Mancunian accent. And to kids out here, it was an accent they hadn't heard before. I think if they were familiar with a British accent, it was definitely a London one. And having a Mancunian accent, there was lots of words that sounded differently. I use words differently. We don't have the same nomenclature for everything. So even something as small as asking for um, an eraser. I was asking for a rubber and everyone was like, what is that? And those small things actually caused me to recoil and to stop speaking. So I wouldn't really talk to anyone outside of my family members at home. And I remember just hating it. I absolutely hated it. I didn't understand the reason we had moved. But all of that to say, I just struggled with that transition. And it really made me fear new things and change. And it made me fear being vulnerable. And that has carried itself into 
my life. And it's not a bad thing because fear really is an instinct that your body and mind creates as a form of protection. So when you've gone through something negative, the next time that negative things happen, your body is going to tell you to be scared because you don't want to go and do the same thing and experience the same trauma. So it's only natural that now as an adult, I experience a little bit of stress when it comes to new things and change. So all in all, none of this has been easy. I've been scared. I've been scared of starting. I've been scared of failure. I've been scared of failing in front of others. I've been scared of what other people think. I've been scared of not being received or validated. I've been scared of inconsistency. Basically, everything under the sun about this has scared me. So getting to this point feels like a massive accomplishment. And I'm already clapping for myself and I'm already validating myself because I've done everything up until this point. So this is the point where I share with you some of the nuggets, some of the lessons that I've learned in starting something new. I have a couple jotted down today. So if these resonate with you, I encourage you to also write them down somewhere, somewhere that you can revisit later on. Um, I think I have about seven. Okay, this first one is my favorite because it has been my mantra this last maybe week or two, but maybe even longer. But no one can do you like you. Like, just take that in. No one can do you like you. There may be a million other podcasters in the world, but no one can record your podcast like you. No one has a voice or opinion like you. You are the secret sauce. Like, baby, like you, like no one else can do it like you can do it. And I don't care if there's a million other people in your lane or there's a million other people doing it like you. If you have your eyes on yourself and you're not copying anyone else or you're not focused on what other people are doing, your unique self has something to offer. Like you are the secret sauce. And I've written that down in so many journals. And it's a reminder that even if another hundred people start a podcast before I start mine, they're not going to be able to do it like me. And I have something unique to offer. And there's somebody out there that wants to hear what I have to offer. So this next one was like a rude awakening for me. But one day I just realized that my feeling to start was actually deferring my destiny and deferring what it is that I think I was created to do. So when you have something placed on your heart, whether that's an idea or something that you know you need to go out and do, and I know you guys know this, there's there's that little tug that your heart gives you and you can't quite shake it, you can't quite move past it, that isn't by accident. Even if it isn't the final destination as to where you're going to be, whether that's professionally or in your passions, it's a part of the journey. And taking that step is a big thing to get you to where you need to be. So you need to step out and start the journey because you are deferring whatever it is, whatever goodness is meant to come for you, whatever new experiences are meant to come to you by stopping or by being scared or by deferring your start. You're deferring all of those amazing experiences that could be coming your way. My next point was something my therapist brought up and shout out my therapist. I'm going to do a whole episode on lessons learned in therapy and starting therapy and finding a therapist. Um, It was really important for me to have a black woman as a therapist and I have found my angel on earth, but she really told me that it was okay for me to sit in my fear. Like I said earlier, fear is not a negative emotion. It is protecting you based on past experiences. It's trying to keep you safe and you know, there's a lot of things that have happened in your life and baggage that has come with it. So it's okay to be fearful. There's nothing wrong with being scared. It's what you then do with that fear that's really important. My next 
lesson was not even something that I wasn't aware of. I just had never put it into practice, but it's get an accountability partner. And I'm not saying (laughs) you ask your boyfriend or you ask your mom, get someone that's actually genuinely going to hold you accountable. That's going to call you out on your BS because you will not call yourself out on it. So I had to do this. I ended up talking to a friend about the podcast and really just told her that I was struggling with starting. And she said, okay, I'm going to be your accountability partner. I don't think I even asked for it (laughs) now that I think about it. I think she just volunteered herself. And I'm very grateful that she did because she checked in with me and she pushed me and she asked me. And I was finally accountable to myself and to someone else. And it really was kind of the push that I needed to kind of get things over the edge. The last thing I have written down as one of the lessons learned in starting something new is feel the fear and move in faith. The fear is always going to be there. It's not really going away. It may get easier to manage, but as new circumstances come your way, you're always going to be a little bit fearful, but you've got to move and you've got to go regardless of it all. And truly and honestly, you're going to grow in this thing. You know, that's the power of starting. We owe that to ourselves just to start because once you start, you can refine and you can change and you can improve and you can get better. But if you don't start, there's nothing to refine. If you don't start, there's nothing to approve upon. You are stuck in the same place. And let's be real, time passes. So you owe it to yourself to start. So those are all the lessons I've learned in starting something new. Thank you guys for tuning into the very first episode of Lessons She Learned. I cannot communicate the gratitude enough. If you guys like the episode and like what you've been hearing, please be sure to subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast. If you're really loving it, leave a review. Thank you guys so much for starting this journey with me. If you haven't already, please be sure that you're following us on Instagram, Lessons She Learned. I definitely am thinking about the next episode and I need you guys to weigh in. So be sure to listen and follow on Instagram because I'm going to have you guys vote for what I want up next. So that's all for today. I hope you guys have a wonderful week and I'll catch you guys later. Bye.